0: Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to the Tech Chit Chat Show. If you're new here, my name is Ken. You can find me on Northern Viking Everyday and Northern Viking Explorer on YouTube. I am here with my co-host, Stephen Loney on YouTube and 8-Bit Warrior on Twitter. Today, we have an amazing show for you. Well, we think it's amazing anyhow. (laughs) We are going to be talking about EA closing some of their gaming servers, the new PlayStation controller that you are not going to want to miss out on the Discord update with some new features, Netflix, the Pixel Pro camera, which has some really cool features in it as well. So that's what we're gonna be talking about today. If you are watching on the replay, Steven will be putting timestamps in YouTube so you can jump ahead to any of those areas that you're wanting to listen to or watch. Wow, how are you today, Steven? I am doing very well,
1: Ken, thank you. And how are you this fine Tuesday morning?
0: I am doing really good. Thank you. Other than they just pulled up with a big chipper truck and some chainsaws and they're cutting down some trees next door and, uh, it's garbage day. So it's good. I've turned on RTX voice or, um, broadcast, whatever it's called NVIDIA right. broadcast. Um, so hopefully that cuts out some of the noise. So we have some viewers today. Hello, Thomas. You're supposed to be oh, in man. school. Cody? <laughs> Hello, Cody. <laughs> Welcome, you guys. Glad um, here. Yeah. So how was
1: your weekend? Had a good weekend. It was busy. I was um, finishing up a programming game project for a competition that I was actually working on with Cody, who just piped in. He was doing the graphics for hey, it. Yeah, uh, Cody. Cody. So we were just finishing up this weekend for a competition for a mobile Game competition on the GX.games website, which is run by Opera GX. So that's been a thing. Got that finished up and uh so I good. had a chance
0: to play, play it play yesterday.
1: Yeah, it's it's kinda like Frogger fun. slash Crossy was, Road.
0: Yeah, it was Frogger style. It was actually a lot of fun. So um, Yeah. Pretty cool yeah. little game. Mm-hmm. So how about yourself? Yeah, so um well the weather's been really nice, so I decided to do some yard work while I could still do that in shorts and a t-shirt rather than bundling up. So I did yard work, did some, went for some walks and things. So, um, enjoyed the weather for sure. So 20 plus degrees. Yes. Cheers. Cheers to you.
1: Anybody else out there drinking coffee or tea this morning?
0: Do you you take cream in your shirt? Or graham cracker Pepsi
1: or graham Graham, cracker. Graham Kecker, Graham Cracker, <laughs> it's hard to say for some
0: reason. <laughs> so if this is your first time joining us, actually, um, Stephen and I have gone for coffee for years and talked about tech and coffee shops. And then we decided, hey, um, why don't we start doing this as a live stream? Talk about tech. We don't claim to know everything, but we try to give you the information that we have and share with you some of our thoughts on tech and what's trending cody has tea hey hey good morning well cheers Uh-oh. cheers to cody cheers to cody i guess you can join us but i'm a more of a coffee person actually i probably have a cup of tea every day but more so something non-caffeinated in yeah. the afternoon evening like a yeah. peppermint or Ooh. something Ooh. can we start a tea channel can we talk about tea? Now? okay what kind of, tea? you made tea for me once and it turned into a disaster.
1: Oh, it was awful. So <laughs> if you, I, I was, I, cause the plan was to have a peppermint tea, like you said, and to put like, um, was it cream in it? Was that? Yeah. Like you can put a dash of cream into your, um, tea and it's fine. Like that. Or what was it? I forget what it was. No, it we, was
0: like, um, some like curry tea or something.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we didn't have that though. So we backed up to this curry tea. And uh, well, we'll try it, but it curdled. The milk
0: curdles and the curry tea it was so nasty. nasty. <laughs>
1: Thankfully, you actually trusted me next time. The next time to make you a tea, and it worked out. But yeah, don't because there make... was
0: like chunks of cheese floating to the top of your tea. It was nasty. Curry <laughs> tea
1: <laughs> and milk do not go together. <laughs> do not do those things. That was a learning experience for the both of us. Okay. Yes, not that to trust so you with
0: my beverages.
1: And it was great because I think you even tried it. You're like even trying to drink it, and we we're like, we can't, we can't do it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> awesome, yeah. All right, well, let's dive into some stuff here. Um, there's a lot of in Techtober. A lot of I think people call it Techtober. Anyway, I call it Techtober. There's a lot of tech stuff going on this month. Um, some of them we're not touching on just because there's not (laughs) we might not have interest or um maybe the story is already kind of getting old so we have a few um that we want to touch on today the first one being ea and ea is closing some online servers for some of their games including mirrors edge and onrush and more yes Yes. um this is pretty big a lot of some of them are for um xbox 360 some of them are for the ps3 which i um, found kind of impressive being I mean, like wow
1: okay there's still ps3 xbox 360 games still going online out there which is cool
0: yeah so um a couple of them so on Oct- there's a few dates so october 20th there's army of two and the devil's cart or is that the army of two and the 40th day sorry um yeah. which are both army of two games this is yeah. october 20th um November 9th, there's Mercenaries 2, some of the Command and Conquer games. So Red Alert 3 and Trebarium Wars and Kane's Wrath on Xbox 360 is November 9th. And then November 30th is Mirror's Edge, NBA Jam on Fire. Uh Oh, Oh, no. Um, (laughs) Catelyn Gears and Shank 2. And then that's, or, um, sorry, I think I have some of the dates there wrong on rush is november 30th and those other ones are january 19th so definitely some games shutting down there um what are your thoughts on this stephen
1: uh again it's yeah it's kind of interesting to see this for like ps3 and xbox 360 era like hey they i i kind of would have thought they already had the servers down so this is kind of a surprise to me for these games specifically um the more recent one though is that on rush was released um Apparently in 2018 okay so that, that looks like that was a ps4 um game so that one actually is still kind of a more recent thing that they're actually taking down and but i don't think onrush actually did too well so apologies to anyone out there who actually plays onrush um we tried playing it because we were into the motorstorm games and this is from the same some of the same developers as motorstorm but yeah. it, it wasn't the same it, we i know that i didn't enjoy it i don't think you did either um so, I think that one's just due to not doing, not popular. Now.
0: Yeah. I, I believe this article was talking about um, when they see levels of 1% of like where it was at peak, it's hard to justify be able to keep, keeping it around. Just, yeah, justify keeping it around for um, employees to run it as well as um, the costs for the servers and keeping it up and running. So, um, you can see that when it's, that small of a group playing it for sure. Now there was a um, game,
1: uh, Cody, if you're listening, there was a game that's been around a long time. It's an online game. And I think the team has said that they're going to continue to support it. It's like one guy will go in and make sure that the game keeps going like all these years later. I forget what it is now. Cody, if you're there, remind me what that is. Um, ah, but it, there, there are some older games that companies can manage to like keep up and running and going. Like it's, it's, well, just a matter
0: of- and there are some of those older games. Like we played a lot of them on the PS3 that people are still like, it's not like it was back in the heyday, but there's still a lot of people playing some of those games. I um, remember what it was. It's an R- MMORPG.
1: Uh, what was it called? But there was, there was a sequel, right? So um, there's a sequel, and that one's been maintained, but people are still playing the first one. Um, and the, the developer said they're still going to keep that first one going. Even if, even if there's just a few people playing, it's just, like, solo maintenance that they've yeah. been like, yeah, no, we're just going to keep it going
0: for those who still want to play it. Um, yeah. But for you EA, know, I, yeah. I'm assuming um, the Battlefield servers are still up? Um, I think so, yeah. Um, I think so. That, um, so that, like, for PS3, and I'm not sure about Xbox, but... Even like the nineteen forty, what was it called? Nineteen forty-three. The one that you had to download, you can buy it on disc. I think that's still going. Um, yeah, I think, I think it is too. And mine. there's and there's actually people playing it. So. And interestingly, that one didn't get mentioned in this cut. So well, I, that's why I'm saying um, there's clearly more than one percent people still playing it. Yeah, or I I think
1: the community around that game is very. Um, intense i think there actually is a strong uh kind of cult following for that game and i think ea i feel like they know they'd get some backlash if they try to take it down
0: (laughs) that was honestly that was one of my favorite games from the ps3 was the battlefield Nine? i think it was 1943 or yeah 1940 yeah Yeah. um so there was only three maps i believe and you kind of swap sides three maps three classes yeah it was super basic but yeah, yeah that's what made it good and... Yeah,
1: um, I know I, a younger brother of mine. He's continued to play it, uh, maybe not the last year, but he was playing it long after most people left. And I think there was like a strong community for at least like one full room to keep going. And there was like this yeah. these, this group of regulars, and they're like very good, and they take it very serious. And it's like this dying game, but it's still very well, I think, liked by a certain group of people. Yeah. So any, the wish there didn't take. It I much. honestly
0: wish there was a remake of that. Yeah, game. just bring just it basic.
1: back,
0: yeah. Yeah. Um, just, you know, some of these games, you you play them, and there's, like, I like all the levels, but sometimes if you don't have a lot of time, you have to play the levels to understand the layout, and it takes yeah. quite a while if you don't have a lot of time on your hands. So just yeah. having three, three good levels that you can, um, yeah. you know, get good at is yeah. kind of nice. Sometimes so,
1: having too many maps and too many modes can um divide the community and disperse mm-hmm. it where it's better to have more focus with
0: that. Well, mode, modes is a bad. Like I I like a couple different modes, but yeah. When you've got some of these games have 10 different modes and it divides the community up and you can't find a yeah. good game of the mode you actually want to play. Yeah. Um and I think that's I was one actually of the just of the new Battlefield that I was playing. I was just discussing that with Cody actually
1: uh, who's watching is because we're working on games together, and we're potentially working on a multiplayer game together, and we realize, okay, if we do that, we're, we we want to focus on one good mode, and maybe a second, but not add more because we don't want to d- divide. For that very yeah. reason, you want to have a strong core that actually yeah. plays your game and finds each other. So, yeah,
0: I noticed you'd mentioned Guild Wars. Was that
1: yeah? That um, was the one game you were talking. Yeah, so it's you. You buy it once, and it, you play online, um, like this questing game and stuff. Um, the first one's quite old now, but uh, the developer of it, I forget their name, but they're like, Yeah, no, we're going to, apparently, they're going to keep it going. It's its so low work for them to do it. It's fine. Um, but so for EA, it, it makes more sense for them not to keep stuff around. They're such a big company that things can get lost. Like it's just, they need to clean a house a bit. They're such a big group. Um, unless you have some developer, I mean, it might be, one of the reasons that Battlefield 1943 is not getting cut server, there might be a developer at EA who's like, no, no, I'm going to personally take care of that myself. Yeah. <laughs> like, I like they actually, there may be de- employees that take it upon themselves to make sure it stays open. And if there's no developer to advocate for some of these servers, those ones may die. As, as yeah. soon as a, no one cares in the company anymore, that might be when things get cut. But as long as one person is like, I'll restart the server, I'll make sure it's yeah. up, that might be enough to keep it going. No,
0: for sure. For sure. Yeah. He, it's probably his favorite game and he's like running it in his spare time. (laughs) Well, he may, it may be the guy, he may have been the
1: one who was the designer of it. He may have been one of the lead programmers and he's actually like, no, I want to see that keep living. And it's like five minutes out of his month to make sure it keeps going. Right. So anyways, Mm -hmm. that's.
0: Yeah. Interesting. Um, we'll see what happens if, if they shut down more of them and how long it takes, but uh, for now, those ones but are also, the ones that are going I what I also didn't see was one of your favorites NHL three on three hockey oh that <laughs> is one of my favorite games, you know but again it's just back to the same thing it's an EA game it's super simple kind of like Battlefield 1943 yeah um they took the NHL game and incorporated all that and made it like bubble hockey with like for kids but it's yeah just just fun and it's super simple and um, definitely one of my favorites for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure what Thomas is talking about. <laughs> you know what this lives. is? I do. What, what's he referring to?
1: Peggle is, is a, a much more like casual. I never played it, but it's a more, if I'm correct, it's kind of like a dropping game. A okay. More, yeah, anyways, <laughs> it's a more casual game, but Peggle lives. Is that for an now, EA Thomas game? I think, I think a EA owns the rights to it now, but I could be wrong.
0: Okay. <laughs> Thomas might
1: be right about that. Yeah. When
0: is Thomas wrong? So yeah, that's true. So this morning, Thomas sent me an article, um, about a new controller. That's launching the DualSense edge wireless controller for PS five launches globally on January 26th. So if you have a PS five, this might be right up your alley. Um, it's actually a really cool controller. Um, so it's expensive. It's right. $200 or 199 us, but it's like, they're super let's call it, I don't know what to call it. Super duper pro controller. Um, where you can swap out the, um, thumb joysticks to different sizes um you can do customizations to buttons you can do like buttons back buttons you can, buttons. You can yeah. and then you can customize what those back buttons do um i think mean, you can change you can, the, the haptic feedback i think you can customize the range and stuff like that yeah um, there's that um there's you can control like dead spots you can do all sorts of cool stuff um there is a video on it yeah. um so you can find that in the link in the description over or over on YouTube. So it's called the dual sense edge wireless controller. So you can get it on January the 26th. Um, and pre-orders begin on October 25th. Right. So um, it's a pretty cool controller. If you're into PlayStation, this might be something that uh, you should check out. So it comes with um, a braided cable two standard caps, two high-end dome caps. So if you need raised um, raised ones, or they have two low ones, two half dome back buttons, two lever back buttons, a connector housing, and a carrying case. So you can and now, walk around if, with your controller. Looks so cool. <clears throat> uh, now, I, if
1: I'm correct, this supports remapping. So you can remap all your buttons on the controller, or
0: most of them. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I watched the I, video. I don't know if it's all the buttons. Yeah. Show the video part showed it on the back buttons. Right. Um, but I don't know if it's the front buttons as well.
1: But, yeah, that's what I'd be. That's what I'd be curious to know: is how far can you
0: remap things? What is, this, mm-hmm. is this the whole thing that can be remapped, or and and is it, how much can you remap? Like, is it all the buttons available for remapping, or is it yeah. just? square triangle circle and x or yeah yeah even that would be cool back buttons with with mm-hmm. those would be pretty good it looks really sleek like sony did a good job like honestly the um the case looks like a ps5 kind of i'm just reaching here so sony i think has never
1: made a bad controller um i even have like the original og ps1 controller here and yep. this thing is still like it, it feels solid like yeah um even the cable so i'm just saying the, the build quality from sony even the uh I won't show up but the cable is like really thick and sturdy and uh, even after like 25 30 years this console still feels like um mint so their build quality controllers has always been i think like really really good through the years
0: yeah um so no i still- i'm pretty sure i have a couple of ps1 controllers kicking around as well
1: and they still feel like as good as they were new, pretty much. Like I'm impressed. Mm-hmm. Um, not that Nintendo controllers are bad. Like they're pretty good too. But the Sony ones just had the sturdiness that just seems like you're, you can like throw them across the room and they're pretty good. Although I have some broken PS4 ones, but I think a dog chewed on those. Anyways, <laughs> dog chewing is a whole different story. Um, I did
0: go, I, I know I went through a couple of PS3 ones for sure. Um, that's true. The PS3 ones didn't, seem
1: as sturdy i think as the ps1 like
0: they were the early ones Um, i'm trying to remember did the first ps3 controllers not have like the vibration in them
1: right the first ones did not um i think
0: i think i went through a couple of those ones and then when they got the vibration in them it um, seemed better at that point it seemed better i don't know and it could have just been mine but
1: the issue with the ps3 controllers was the charging mechanic was finicky After like a few years of it, they doesn't want to charge anymore and such a like problem. Um
0: but better than a lot of those aftermarket controllers.
1: (laughs) Well, yeah, and I I feel like that was a a product of that era as well. Like they were moving to to wireless controllers and I I feel like it was kind of a a rough spot. But even the PS4 controllers I have are having trouble charging as well. Um Okay. And actually, that goes back to like the USB-C thing we talked about last week being standard. That might be where USB-C is nice to have because it's actually a reliable charging mechanism that doesn't fail. Well,
0: you don't put it in upside down, so. Well, yeah. (laughs)
1: Yeah, it just, yeah. So other than that, Sony has built generally good controllers, pretty solid. Um, So especially if this is a $200 controller for US, that shouldn't be
0: cheap. Yeah, no, for sure. And I think it'll be interesting to see how it does um there'll definitely be um a few kids who want that on their christmas list even though it's not out for christmas but maybe they can get a pre-order for christmas so i'm still a little surprised they don't have a sony controller with the the touchpad
1: that's like a screen i'm I'm surprised they still don't sell one that does that for select like i don't know i just feel like they're missing something that they could do something really cool with that
0: yeah Um, next general ps6
1: uh, I don't know. I just think they're missing something. I, I'm flashing back to the Wii U, and I kind of miss some of the stuff you could do with that.
0: My background? Uh, background, my background just restarted. So <laughs> Does that mean go to the next topic? <laughs> <laughs> that means go to the next topic. <laughs> All right. So let's uh, dive into the next one, which is Discord. So Discord had a whole bunch of um, updates happen recently, and including a new basic is it basic, basic nitro or basic, basic tier, um, for a paid service. So, um, pretty interesting stuff here. So there's a couple things we're going to talk about. Um, let's talk about the basic tier and that, and then I think you were going to mention maybe some of the other features we're not going to go too in depth in that. Um, so the new basic tier, so discord. It adds activities, app directory, and cheaper Nitro subscription. So, yes. Um, it one of the things that I noticed here. Let me pop this up because this is a screenshot of the Nitro Basic. Because um, you mm-hmm. and I use Discord for planning this show, actually. We do. And yeah. on the Nitro Basic, it has a fifty megabyte file sharing, which yeah, actually would be very useful.
1: <laughs> yeah, because the, the wow. default is eight megabytes for free.
0: Yeah, something like that. So yeah, how many times, I feel like quite often I go to share something and it's too big. Yeah, yeah, you're trying. So,
1: and yeah, agreed. I mean, I know we can transfer through other ways and we can like use Google Drive or something or transfer it that way. Um, but it is convenient to just use that, the, the social yeah. tool that we're using to just transfer stuff. And usually stuff is within like 50 megabytes, but yeah, you, you have that file that's nine megabytes and it just won't transfer. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. ah, I mean, now you have to go to Google drive and you got to put it up on there and then you got to send the link to it. And, um, I, so this, um, yeah.
0: Like there's, there's definitely a lot more perks in the nitro, but you do get custom emojis and you can make them animated in the Nitro Basic custom stickers anywhere plus 300 plus Nitro exclusives. Again, that 50 megabyte file sharing, yeah. Nitro badge on profile, and a custom video background. Um, now, the custom so video background is that
1: like the cutout? You do the cutout, of the background. I think you can set your own.
0: Uh, yeah, probably. Green screen effect, like a green screen effect. Um, yeah, don't quote us on that, but yeah. we think that's what it is. So. Um, what else yeah so that yeah that's a good question so um so yeah uh the pricing on that i believe was $2.99 a month so significantly cheaper than the i think there's nitro is there a nitro classic and a nitro regular so nitro classic i think is $4.99 and nitro regular is $9.99 i believe i could be wrong on that um, but yeah, thoughts, any other thoughts on that or? um, I really
1: like discord's business model from the get go. Okay. I'm glad that they've released an update and there is not ads being pushed anywhere. It's like, Hey, they're keeping their platform clean and they seem to know what their users want. And they seem to be like, yeah, let's do that. Um, so this tier um because I've wanted one of the things that I've wanted from I'm not a subscriber to discord but this is something that um I've considered before the mainly for the bigger file sizes so now they're getting my like I'm on the radar now to get this because yeah I don't want to spend $4.99 or 10 bucks a month for the bigger file size but
0: $2.99 yeah get me in there it might actually be worth it if it's yeah. functional yeah I mean most yeah I don't know um I guess the other thing we were going to chat about quickly was some of the other features. Yeah.
1: So what I, what I, I like what they're doing is. So, um, they're, they have the support for favorite apps through, okay. No, um, they have like the, the new app directory. So apparently other people may already know about this. They, it would, would have been called like bots, discord bots that you can add to your servers, your server channels um and people have already been using them but you have to like go around the web and find them and download them and and put them and tie them into your discord. Um so now they're basically packaging that inside of discord so instead of having to go look for these um, these bots or apps um, you you can find them inside discord easily and you can add them to your server. And these these may be things that I do like slash commands to do different kinds of um, things with discord that you can't do with vanilla like,
0: discord. It's like polls and things like that, right?
1: polls and just like these different uh, it could be moderation tools um, it could be something that could pull up articles from a website you can do slash something and maybe you would try to pull information from a website like and just more custom yeah. um
0: and they're not bad bots these are like just tools yeah to help you out. and not I, like the the bad term of bot where we're like oh that's a bad thing it's buying up all our movie tickets yeah. before we can get them or and actually, i think that's why they did I think that's why they didn't use
1: that the term bot, even though it's common already with Discord mm-hmm. users. I think they wanted to stay away from that bad impression that you just said. It's like the yeah. app directory. Um, and they also have, which I like, they, for select developers, they are um, support for favorite apps through premium premium app subscriptions. So people who have premium apps can actually sell them. And so okay. they're actually supporting developers to actually make money through their Discord platform.
0: It just seems That's a cool option. Healthy. It just seems like yeah, something like that maybe would interest you in the future if there's something there that you come up with an idea and would help a yeah. lot of people out. That would be Discord's awesome continued tool. to be like ad-free
1: and actually seems healthy and actually using real money to support themselves and potentially other developers to actually have a healthy ecosystem and not rely on things that we don't want to see in their in their platform.
0: Yeah, so. yeah,
1: and no, that's, oh, uh, that's cool. Also uh, mention here, which is pretty cool, um, for free um, users, you uh, they have the activities. So um, for free users, you can play, um, oh, there was one game you can play together. I forget what it was now, but there's one game that you can play together. And, but they also have the, uh, you can share watching like YouTube videos at the same time. So there's like a rocket ship icon or something button that you can click. And it'll sync up your YouTube videos with your friends so you can like watch them at the same time rather than trying like it just links them up. So it allows for just better hanging out with friends, watching YouTube videos, or playing a game. Um, oh, putt party. Yeah, free with free Discord. Uh, you have putt parties. I'm guessing that's like a little putt, putt mini golf game, which I actually kind of might want to play with you. <laughs> so don't be surprised if you get an invite for putt party from me. Um, All right. But there's more games for those who have like uh, a paid subscription. Um, But if your friend has like the full nitro, he can invite you a free user and you can come join him. So as they describe it, it's like your cool friend who has all the board games and brings them over to your place.
0: So you can still play
1: with your nitro buddies, even if you don't have a paid subscription, if they invite you in. Seems good. Seems healthy. Discord just, just another plus
0: in their books. Yeah. No, it's, it's cool. Um, (laughs) Thomas, is there a zoo golf level?
1: (laughs) Well, when I saw putt party, I was hoping it was like putt putt. (laughs) Thomas would know what I mean by that. Thomas go for some putt putt party. We could. Yeah.
0: No. Um, so is it like a V it's not like a VR type or a virtual area, like the PlayStation home. No I, I feel like I feel like this is like a, a, a like a better
1: version of the late 90s early 2000s online community okay um, there was like the zone.com from MSN and I just feel like this is an expansion of what was early online social MS, like MSN days yeah of that era of where stuff was going. It feels like it's coming back. So it's not yeah. VR, it's not meta it's not it's just actually I want to hang out with friends playing yeah. checkers or playing putt yeah. putt, putt putt golf yeah. and
0: so it just seems good yeah. no i'm excited to see where that goes so yeah cool uh our next thing so netflix with ads interesting um yeah. so if you're finding netflix too expensive um there's a new tier coming where you can actually watch ads to get it for cheaper. So um, there's going to be your tiers they already have, and then they're launching a cheaper, cheaper tier. So this will be up to five minutes of ads per hour, four to five minutes, I believe per hour. Um, So pre roll and mid roll. So more like watching television. Um, But you'll get access to all of the content. So apparently, they're not cutting it back. but you will have to watch ads. Now that being said, you won't get like 4K and all that. I believe it was 720p. 720p. Yeah. So um, in the US, it's going to be seven dollars a month for that. I believe it was actually cheaper here in Canada. Um, Six dollars a month in Canada. So we're actually getting it a couple days before the US wow. here in Canada. Um, where were the dates? November 1st for Canada and Mexico, November 3rd for the U.S., Australia, Brazil, France, Germany, Italy, Japan, South Korea, and the U.K., and November 10th in Spain. Right. Um, I don't mind this, actually. Most of the streaming services offer something similar. Yeah. When Netflix was the only streaming service out there that anybody really had <laughs> back in the day, Um it like $20 a month, or it wasn't $20 at the time. But when it was, I don't know, nine bucks or whatever, it didn't seem that expensive. But when there's multiple streaming services that you might be um, paying into, Mm -hmm. and the price went up to $20, all of a sudden, it's gets expensive so a lot of people switch to netflix they cancelled their cable and went to netflix because it was a cheaper option it was only ten dollars a month but then all of a sudden you're paying for disney you're paying for prime you might be paying for whatever hulu or paramount or whatever and all of a sudden now you're paying more than you ever did for cable that way back in the day because it's all streaming so it's not like the cord cutting thing is kind of not you have to look for other options if you're doing the cord cutting thing. And this is, uh, starting to become an expensive service for sure. Right. So, um, Thomas is as asking,
1: um, if it supports downloads, it does not. No,
0: not. no, it does not. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, that is only, that's only for the, um, the
0: $15 and $20 a month tiers. I think I'm correct. Yeah. So, um, it's so one of those things if you just feel like you're missing out and you can't afford it i think it's a good option um i don't know i like we don't have netflix we haven't for probably since last christmas maybe i can't remember when we have right. disney right now i believe and prime um right and we have we have cable as well but we'd pay next to nothing with that because they threw it in with our internet for right. for probably the same price as netflix and on our cable though we have like we can stream tv we can stream ton, like hundreds of movies probably way more movies that are on that are on netflix we can stream on our tv box like right. pretty much anything including all the movie channels that has been on tv in the last couple months i can actually stream um on our tv on my phone i can watch live um sports everything so we still have cable but i know that's not for everyone yeah. So would you, um, would you,
1: do you think then that all of these competing um, online video services have actually brought down the cost of cable than at home? Do you think it's?
0: Oh, I think for sure. Yeah. yeah. It's become a thing where they throw it in as a bundle for cheaper. Um, right. Maybe not for everyone where we live. Um, I think it, it's a thing. Um, so
1: the, the irony is that now cable is becoming the more reasonable option again. <laughs>
0: you know, well, so- uh, <laughs> You know, I had someone tell me, you know, but like they were talking about cable and how you like, you don't get all the streaming stuff. And I'm like, when we go to watch a movie, it's more than likely off of the streaming off of our cable box because there's hundreds of movies, TV shows, um, any show we missed, you can just stream it on there. Um, you don't even need to use the PVR anymore. So I don't know. I, I like, we do sign up for Netflix every now and then and binge the content we want to watch. Yeah. Um, but there's not as much as there used to be on there. No, either. So, no. Um, how about you? Do you you guys saw Netflix? I believe. Uh, we do, but there's
1: only like one show on there that I actually care for. <laughs> you yeah. you would never guess what it
0: is. Um, Dirty Jobs. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs>
1: Fireman Sam.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's right. a kid yeah. show and I'll, I'll watch with my niece and that's it. It's the only thing I care is just a show with yeah. my niece. Cause it's the only one that has like all full episodes. And so it, like for me, Netflix, I don't even care for it. It's like, there's just yeah. one purpose for it. And it's just to watch a certain show with a family member.
0: Um, yeah. That- I, I honestly think like um, this summer when there wasn't really much to watch, we binged a bunch of stuff off of prime. um, But like, like we'll sign up for it probably if there's nothing to watch or do like maybe for a month or two, but yeah. I don't think it's something I would ever pay for again for on a permanent basis. Just there's right. too many options for, for um, shows. And that's nothing against the next person might find ton of stuff they like on there. So.
1: Well, Thomas um, mentioned uh, lost in space. I have watched um, quite a bit of that on there. That's a well done production. So um, as I haven't watched the more recent stuff, but yeah. I've seen that. Uh, so
0: I but think that, that I, think um, I, can't do much else. I don't have an article on this, but I, there's been a lot of talk about cracking down on Netflix sharing as well. Yeah. So um, I, I mean, I know a lot of people who they share their passwords with their cousin and then they all throw in a few bucks or one pays for Disney, one pays for Netflix or whatever. And, um, they all share the passwords. That's a common thing that goes on out there. And I think Netflix is trying to crack down on that as well. So yeah. Um I, I don't know all the specific specifics to that. So um yeah. Because in the past I think that they I don't want to say encouraged it, but didn't discourage care. it. They didn't yeah. discourage it either. So yeah. Um So, yeah, we'll see where Netflix goes with this. I mean, it's a good service if the content you like is on there. Um, But if you have three or four of these, it gets pretty pricey. So, yeah. All right. Pixel 7 Pro camera. Yes.
1: So, apparently, you got one of those, did you not?
0: I I did. I got it last week. I got the Pixel 7 Pro um, in the... 256 gigabyte version. So okay. um, I was using a Samsung phone. I got this one instead. Now, I'm really happy with the camera on this. That, I mean, the phone itself, you you start playing with it, it's a phone. Like yeah. phones now, there's not um, a big difference in them. It's super fast with the 120 hertz display. It's got 12 gigs of RAM. It's just the whole phone um, is phenomenal. Really happy with it but we wanted to talk about the camera today on this phone because right. it's actually pretty cool. It's got the G two tensor chip in this phone mm-hmm. and the AI processing on it, I think is phenomenal Right on it. Um, and I showed you a couple of samples and I've got some s- samples that you'll be able to see here shortly as well. Um, if you're watching on YouTube or on one of the video casts, sorry about you, if you're on the podcast, but let's pull this up. So this gentleman, um, what's his name here? Steven Shankland did this article for CNET. And it says, I spent $10,000 on a DSLR camera gear, on camera gear, but you can just buy a Pixel 7 Pro. Right. And I don't think he's saying that the DSLR is worse. Um, but he. I think what he's trying to say is for the average user the Pixel 7 Pro might be more than enough for you.
1: Especially Would be, comparison in
0: comparison and cost. How much did the phone cost? Um, so they started, I believe, I want to say 899 US or Canadian. Um, I think it's 899 US. Don't call me on that. Um, so just depending on the model you get. So they have different storage sizes and whatnot. So this is the 7 Pro, um, but they also have the seven that will have some of the features, not all of them that we're going through today. So you can check that out. But um, he's talking about all his camera gear and the $10,000 is for all, all his lenses, the camera and everything like that. But mm. um, some of the the photography that he's doing, like it's pretty amazing when you start to look at some of the samples um, between, you can do the slider and so the left side, if you see the screen, the left side is the. This is the Pixel, Pixel Seven Pixel, here, and the right yeah. side is
1: the Canon, Canon Five D Mark. And in right, fact, if you're watching our stream, you probably may not be able to even notice when Ken slides back and forth the difference in detail with the with the resolution we're at here.
0: Like, yeah, <laughs> it's really hard to to tell. So, yeah, um, and I'll show you in a moment like how the AI works once you've taken a picture, but like some of these samples. I a lot of them because I honestly, I don't know if he's taking this in raw he might be, but I actually like the effects that phones put on. I like the vibrant colors versus yeah. a DSLR. like when we travel, I don't typically bring a DSLR. Um, yes, you're gonna get that big optical zoom if you have a zoom lens or whatnot. I believe this does a five times optical. And 30 times digital. So, but what, but um, you, what, with what you're about to show is you found that it can actually zoom in quite good now. The, the yeah. And I'll show that in a moment. Um, yeah. So, there's a lot of samples here that you can go through, um, between this. Now, the cool one, actually, I want to show you the dark ones and then we'll jump over to some of my samples. Sure. Um, so that in the dark here, let's see here. So the left here is the Pixel 7 Pro, and the right is the 5D, Canon 5D. Mm-hmm. I actually like the photo coming from the Pixel better. You do, eh? Any Canon. Yeah, I do. I like it. It's, it seems darker. Like the light in the Canon, it, there's more light coming from the lighting in the housing, but um, it almost looks too much. I like the left shot there better. It does um, seem cleaner. It seems less muddled. Yeah. And the same with this one, like it seems way sharper mm-hmm. than the Canon for the, for the night Not so much though. There's one here, like the moon is Canon was clearly a better shot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, but I yeah. mean, you know, these are all the settings he used someone else could get totally different results. But here's what I want to show you. I have a couple of videos. So this is um, a screen recording of my phone taking a shot of a school bus. So right now we're at one time zoom. And so I'm going to zoom this into a school bus. You can't even see the school bus down there. So we'll go to five times. We'll find the school bus. This is still optical. And now we're going into digital. Yeah. But watch what happens after I take the shot the AI how it cleans up the photo it just flips it over and cleans it up yeah which is phenomenal <laughs> yeah like it it does a really good job and again back that.
1: up to go back again to show how far back you were like uh, how zoomed oh, out you were yeah. yeah all the way back
0: oh, this now so this, is from, this that, is from a phone yeah, yeah. sorry it's That's, hard to get it to yeah for a so phone, I was that far back yeah and then, so, if anybody listening,
1: like, how far are, are you like a, a couple
0: kilometers away or something? No, probably a kilometer, maybe. Kilometer, so, yeah. Still, so that's, so that's pretty the result.
1: Yeah. Sorry for, um, for those for those in the states, that'd be like half a mile or something. Or
0: <laughs> yeah. So here's another one. This is like still quite a ways away on this tree, but the AI is what's really cool. So take the shot. Yeah. And you can see the AI kick in and all of a sudden it clears up the photo. Yeah. Which is super cool. So, yeah, um, this is the, another cool, they have a, um, magic erase feature in it. So this photo here, you can see, this is actually when we were, I didn't take this photo on this phone, so you can use photos from this phone or from a different phone. My wife actually took this photo, um, when we were visiting you just over a week ago. Right um so you can see those guys standing beside the big white rock this is in white rock and other people there and you hit the magic eraser it finds the people for you yeah and then you can just delete them hit erase all and they're gone (laughs) (laughs) like alter
1: history just like that
0: yeah so like sure if you zoom in you can see that it's blending it and using other backgrounds. So this example, um, works really well, but, I, yeah. I, I'm amazed with that feature. Yeah. Um, and then it's got a really good macro mode as well. So I took this in the park as well. So you can get in on the macro, take your photo and it sharpens it up again and just looks right. really sharp. Yeah. Um, that's just the bark on a tree, but it. Yeah it's really impressive. I'm really happy with,
1: with it. So you're seeing, so with this camera, you can have it with you. Um, I know that you do cruises and things and go places. Do you feel like this is a valid option for taking shots of things when you're out on the go? I know you have your GoPro going, but would you use this for
0: certain shots? Um, definitely for like, I don't think I would use anything else for maybe if I was, I would bring an SLR if I'm trying to like, film. I don't know. I don't think I even need to bring an SLR anymore. I think this would take all the photography I want to do and better than I need it to be. And again, Um, it's
1: it's meeting that 90 percent percentile.
0: It's like that 90 mm percent
1: good enough where you don't have to do any editing. It's just going to work and you can make use
0: of it right away. Yeah. Um, And then uh, the AI just does such a good job cleaning it up. I think the colors are nice and vibrant. so really 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 happy with
1: now you know, though as good as that is if um, if i was at a wedding and the photographer was using that, fo- that phone as the wedding camera i'd still be like uh, i think you should use the slr and do the post I would right. love
0: to see i would love to see two professional photographers do the same wedding and oh. one use an slr and one use that and then and people then- have to guess who used what yeah, that would be
1: dude. That sounds like a really good
0: uh, yeah, test there. Like, two people do there? the same photo oh, shoot, yeah. yeah. Anyone yeah. out there who's a, like trying to get two shots of the same thing, and I know there's a lot of comparisons, but I would just be a really cool, yeah, thing
1: too. Now, with that said, I, I think you could do a wedding shoot with that with the phone if you had to, but I just think, um. At the end of the day, I think someone who really knows lenses and things is just I think that's still
0: the way to, to go. Well, I think that's half that. the battle is that most people don't ha- most people who even buy an SLR or a mirrorless camera just want to push the button and take a picture. Um, don't have time to to uh <laughs> sorry, you're Thomas. Hold <laughs> up Thomas. Thomas says the cameraman at my wedding can use the pixel. I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I started okay. laughing. Wow. Um, now I totally lost my train of thought. <laughs> <laughs> well, what I was saying is that most, so many people buy a big SLR or mirrorless camera and don't know how to use all the features or don't have time to use all the features. So you yep. just have it in auto mode. And I, I will say I'm very much a person who I do all this tech stuff, but I usually just put it in auto mode and push the button just cause I don't have time to edit it and do all that. Um, and try and keep it simple. Um, and I know a little bit more than others. I'm not an expert necessarily with SLR cameras, but I just, I just want to get it done and take the picture and, um, so I think this will be a good option for myself and for a lot of people out there. Right, So. agreed. Um, yeah, I mean, a lot of people are, like there's a lot of comparisons to the iPhone 14 Pro out there. Um, it's got different fe- some different features than that phone. So um, I think it'll win in some of the battles and lose in others, but um, yeah. it's a good option, especially if you want a high-end phone in and an Android. So, yeah. Yeah. All right. We have a question of the day. Should we dive to that, or did you want to bring up that other topic?
1: Uh, Let's bring quickly. up the other topic.
0: Okay. just quickly. So this is from Cody. Um, let me uh, jump he over shared, to this. He
1: here. shared with us just before he we went live this article. So
0: yeah. So apparently, a factory sealed original iPhone sells at auction for like a massive price, way more than the new iPhone 14. <laughs> um, so 30, thirty-nine thousand. 339
1: i believe us dollars
0: yeah yeah so it originally launched at 499 um so now it's sold for thirty-nine thousand three hundred and thirty-nine. so for a a sealed iphone that's so the iphone 2g or the iphone 1 or original iphone that had a few, few different names so um yeah i guess not many people bought an iphone and didn't open it <laughs>
1: Well, I I don't, I don't even know if we had these, I don't know that we had the first run of iPhones in uh, Canada. Did we, that may have, we may, it may not have
0: been to the same generation. So when the iPhone, when I, I remember everyone had an iPhone. The first time I remember I went to a birthday party and everybody had the same iPhone and it was the iPhone three GS. Yeah. And that's the first time I remember everybody having kind of the same phone yeah. and this new tech so that's the yeah. first I, I I know people had it before that but that's the first time I remember everybody having the same phone yeah. I had one um, a whole bunch of people had it and I had just gotten it yeah. um have, have you had an iPhone you had an iPod uh I had an iPod and, touch um yeah and I you had, had, had the Mac
1: as well you used I Mac. had a Mac mini for a time I was doing some Mac development and stuff and needed them
0: but you didn't have an iPhone, did you? Or have you used an iPhone? No, well, I
1: I do have a I think an iPhone 3GS left over from someone. Um, I really like the the three G S is actually one of my favorite form factors of like size on a phone. Okay. Um when I hold them like um that and the LG Optimus one. Remember that old cheap uh, LG budget? Yeah, a budget yeah. LG phone. It was similar size, like it really it just that era of phone felt really good in the hand and was just like this is all I need in a phone um yeah so I kind of missed that form factor uh but yeah I'm with you the 3gs seemed to have been really really popular uh in Canada yeah. and so I don't know that might have been the first one that was uh easily accessible up here
0: yeah because um, I switched follow. from a, a Blackberry to that to that yeah one. yeah so a lot of people had Blackberries especially here in Canada they were huge just because a Canadian company and and whatnot yeah. so yeah um, yeah. So, yeah, that's a lot of money. If you have an unboxed or a sealed old iPhone, you're loaded. <laughs> you're loaded. All right. Question of the day. Are you interested in upgrading to Discord Basic? I'll let you answer first, Stephen, and then all of you out there can leave a comment or um, send us a note what your Before thoughts are. Before I give you my answer, Ken, what happens at 100
1: subscribers? What are we looking to do? Well, at
0: 100 subscribers, we are going to be upgrading to a 1080p stream as long as our internet can handle it um, for our for our stream here. So we're going to be upgrading once we hit 100 subscribers on YouTube. And uh, yeah, so if you haven't done so already, make sure to hit the subscribe button. And uh, yeah, you can also listen to us on your favorite podcasting platform. But that doesn't count towards the 1080p. subscriber count on here on YouTube. <laughs> I'm here on YouTube so all right so we already have one our Cody piping in yes he's going to upgrade oh it
1: was, was it a yes to discord or is that a yes to our 1080p stream
0: <laughs> or I'm assuming it's to I'm assuming it's to discord oh I was hoping it was for um
1: okay well Well, I work with Cody and stuff, so it would be helpful.
0: That's Cody Cody upgrading, uh, trying to get us to uh, get a hundred subscribers. Um, so as for
1: discord, I am very much closer. Um, I do want to, I'm debating. So yes, that package just seemed appealing. Um, oh, his was yes to discord. Oh, to discord actually. Okay. Hey, um, that's appealing, but I, I I kind of also want to consider the 4.99 package though, because that one lets you. There was something else that one let you do. I can't remember at the moment. Um, but I am somebody who needs, finds myself with a big a need for a bigger file transfer size, especially with game development, and I'm sending game packages and things and vi- video trailers to. Hey, Cody, check this out. Blah blah blah. Yeah. Um, so I'm all the more I'm more closer to to be on board with, with a subscription. Yeah. How about um, you? For
0: my, for myself, it's kind of the same thing. Emojis. I'm man. not, I'm not there yet, but I would consider doing the 2.99 package. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just for the tri- file transfer alone. I mean, at the least to even support a company that does a good job. Like if you're going yeah, to, I mean, to a company, yeah, no, I agree. We, we use discord quite a bit. Um, yeah. so yeah, it might be just for supporting them might be a good, good option. It's not that expensive. So yeah, um, yeah, cool. And Cody says yes as well. So yes, to discord, yes, to discord. Good. All right. Well, why don't we wrap the show up there? Um, unless you have anything else that you'd like to say?
1: Not no, I worried. think that's, that's good. Um, All right. that's good for this week. It's, Good to hang out and good to, I'm looking, again, I'm looking forward to getting more subscribers, people to join along and follow along and pipe in and chat and engage with us. That adds um, fun to this stream. So I look forward to just more community growing.
0: Yes, I agree. I agree. So I guess we'll wind it down there. That has been the tech chit chat show. Um, Again, make sure to subscribe here on YouTube or your favorite platform and uh, check us out on spotify you can watch us there as well or listen to us on your favorite platform thank you so much for watching and listening and until next time have a good week take care